which you can find wherever you get your podcast. Where do you get your podcast, Matt? Only from us, Chris. Only the finest in Bill Simmons podcast, <laughs> podcast products. It's the Bill Simmons podcast, podcast. Also, I'm pretty sure he was trying to say wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> but he never says the T or yeah, oftentimes never... the K when he's making a plural. If there's an S before the final consonant. And that's why he says wherever you get your singular podcast. Podcast. It's the Bill Simmons podcast, podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. Matt, only two podcasts last week. Well, mm. more like a week and a half ago. However, on the horizon, three. <laughs> the first was with Ryan Russillo. It was two hours, 22 minutes, and 10 seconds. The second was with Peter Schrager, then Kevin O'Connor, then Joe House and Jack O, by which point I had mostly checked out. It was two yes. hours, five minutes, and five seconds. <laughs> the the Amalgam podcast. Yeah, but don't y- get even- used to it because they're being demalgamated. Yeah, but it's funny. He, he made this point. I can't remember if it's at the beginning of next week when they do three. Last week, I, I, the t- time is not a concept I'm familiar with anymore. You need to go back in a uh, time machine and then pull out. <laughs> but he says, "Oh yeah, we're going to start trying to do three. It's basically the long Rosillo podcast, a like 57 minute podcast, and like an hour and 10 minute podcast. So it's basically it's still the same amount of time. He just split them in half." Yeah, which is what we've sort of been clamoring for. I, yes. I wonder if he was like, I'll be able to increase revenue. Yeah. <laughs> no, not I Bill. can sell more ads. I can buy more houses. <laughs> it's the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen. I feel like people listen to my podcast. Matt on the Rosillo pod, one second in. Bad branding. Today's episode of the BS Podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. At 37 seconds, this botch. Help the heroes in hospitals. (laughs) Heroes, we don't care if we say your name correctly. (laughs) Like this, at 105. We're also brought to you by TheRinger.com. That's a commercial for his own company. (laughs) Yes, we're brought to you uh, by us. (laughs) (laughs) Pearl Jam at 2 minutes, 34 seconds. At 434, my favorite kind of Joe Bluth nominee. I'm a great teammate, blah, 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 every teammate. He was a terrible teammate. The abandoned one. <laughs> yes, he just, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. The He was a terrible teammate. <laughs> At 708. Remember he. Sixth grade girl. Maybe there's a weird uh, Freudian issue with always talking about members. Because members are dongs. Yeah, <laughs> the joke explainer. <laughs> <laughs> I got something to explain for you right here, Matt. At seven minutes and 35 seconds. Listen to this, then we'll get to Miriam Webster. He had really honed down on, I only care about rebounding. Hone means to sharpen or smooth with a whetstone, or in the more figurative sense, number two from Miriam Webster, to make more acute, intense, or effective. So he had made more acute or intense down on rebounding. (laughs) How does he do this? And also, was Miriam Webster hot? Here's the other thing. Even if he had said it right, which I think... You hone in on something, right? Yes. But can you hone in on rebounding? Rodman was honing in on the skill of rebounding, meaning making or, his focus rebounding. Yeah, I guess. It would have made sense. It would not have been a good turn of phrase, but it would have been one that uh, linguistically was understandable. At 1309, more English, possibly involving cowboy themes. Nephew Kyle sided up. All right, so I may have put the cart before the horse here. Emphasis on horse. First, he says, nephew Kyle sighted up. Now, I think he means sidled up or possibly 
took sides with someone or (laughs) decided to join sides. I don't know. And that is sided up. The reason I think – now, that that is the possible excuse for this turn of phrase. The reason I don't think it's correct is because he goes on to say this at 1320, 11 seconds later. All right. So, Nephew Kyle saddles up to Robin Givens. Sidle means to walk in a furtive, unobtrusive, or timid manner, especially sideways or obliquely. So, sidle kind of makes sense. You would sidle up to somebody. You would not side up to them, and you would not saddle up to them. Saddle. Matt, according to Urban Dictionary, the term saddle was originally discovered when observing the specific movements and actions of a specific girl. And this is definitely not in general usage. Saddle can be thrown into any sentence to describe anything to do with a female. Perfect. It's like John, but but sexist. For instance, hey, bro, you see how soddily Amanda looks today? And then the response... (laughs) Faux shizzle, I can hear her saddling in from a mile away. Faux shizzle. Mike Reardon, September 28th, 2004. So maybe that's what Bill meant. At 1553, this Buffalo Bill Simmons nominee. It was very possible. The Pistons ended up, they won two titles, and I think that was the right number for them because they absolutely should have won in 88. So (laughs) do you want to do it or you want me to? (laughs) Oh, was that 1988 a big fat girl? I was going to say, was that the right number of big phone girls? <laughs> <laughs> then at 1606, this sounds like it's a criticism, but I'm not sure why. And they took advantage of some rules. The Pistons took advantage of some rules. Isn't that yeah. what you do? Like, <laughs> yes. You're like, like well, here's huh. the rules. How do we exploit them? <laughs> at 1713, wrong preposition. I'm a big believer of part of being the champ is how you defend it the following year. I believe of it, Chris. <laughs> He does not believe in that concept. He <laughs> believes of it. It's like a higher plane of consciousness. Matt, do you love delicious ice cream sundaes? Love them. Have you ever compared anything to an ice cream sundae? Probably not. Oh, come on, man. That's a bunch of bullshit. I'm, you're always <laughs> comparing stuff to ice cream <laughs> in your day-to-day life, at work, at home. Oh, yeah, right. At 2024, so does Bill. I think when he got left off the dream team, that was the... The cherry on the Sunday of that, that persecution complex. So when Isaiah Thomas felt like he was being persecuted, he was like, okay, fine. The fact that people hate me, that's the ice cream. The fact that players take shots at me, or I don't know, the media take shots at me, that's the bananas and the hot fudge. But I'll tell you what, for this delicious persecution complex Sunday, it is not complete without the sweet flavor of a cherry, which is being left off a team that I desperately wanted to be on. At 2134, Matt, this harkens back to something you were a huge fan of last week that dealt with crowds. They could do anything. They could go big. They could go small. They could play fast. They could play small. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go through those one at a time. Here's what they can do. Big. They could go big. Small. They could go small. Fast. They play fast. And small. They could play small. <laughs> He's thinking, okay, let's let's do size. All right, fine. Big, opposite of big, easy, small. All right, now how about speed? Speed. Sure. Fast, opposite of fast, small. Small. <laughs> At twenty three forty one, this Joe Bluth nominee. He he is to me like the all time ultimate. At twenty five oh seven, listen to these times because a lot of these times with documentaries, you can have which times? <laughs> these the times. times when there are documentaries. Time's up, Bill. I don't know. You try <laughs> stupid. I'll leave that out. Man, that'll go in the fucking pile of bullshit. At 2930, another Buffalo Bill Simmons nominee. You know when Michael Jordan in the 90s is judging your lifestyle that you've made some bad choices? <laughs> that one was lengthy. <laughs> At 
3250, yeah. this Joe Bluth nominee. Uh, so I, I, I thought the, the poll point of the draft is. Possibly, does he say the poll point? The poll point of the draft. <laughs> the poll point. At 4206. Bill, in or out? I'm like, eh, out. Bill, are you in or out on making uh, sense? Eh, out. <laughs> Listen, all I got to do is just throw it to me. Then I'll say something witty like one syllable. Then anybody <laughs> will stand up and applaud and just dump buckets of money at my feet. 4324. This is the sign of a boss. This sounds like a challenge for Jason Gallagher of The Ringer to just do just do combine highlight tapes. What would your all five Ringer personnel? This is what I want my employee to do. <laughs> Come up with the five times he thought I was great. <laughs> Can you do that for me? Man who <laughs> depends on me for his livelihood and survival. And if you believe there are more than five, I'll understand. Sure. Yeah, we'll give you a little bit of leeway <laughs> on that, Jason Gallagher of The Ringer. <laughs> Matt, I'm not uh, a geneticist. I don't pretend to be a geneticist, except for one time I answered that weird uh, missed connections Craigslist posting. <laughs> but I don't think Bill is getting uh, the uh, building blocks of all life correct when he uses it here at 5649. You've succeeded for long enough and you've you've developed a certain type of DNA with your players. It's just just poorly used. A team does not develop a certain type of DNA with its players. If you're going to use this cliche, you can say that the team has a certain kind of DNA. But for you to have a certain type of DNA with your players, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> After hours, when the game's over and the lights are out, these f***ing guys just head out to the science lab with a couple of uh, computer <laughs> nerds and uh, some test tubes, and they just start working on double helixes. At 101.29, this laughter. <laughs> More sinister. Slowed down. <laughs> At 103.30. I feel like every Sunday we're talking about momentum for the basketball. <laughs> what do you call Memente. it when you have a certain amount of uh, inertia? But also, you want to have a souvenir. Momentum. I don't know. <laughs> At 105.28, this swallow. Chance to make it from the teams that were either... At 113, is this how the NBA playoffs will function? Are these our four main awesome courts that we're going to have the TV in? So there are gonna... a bunch of awesome courts, yes. but which ones are the four main ones? And they also have to be the ones that we're going to have the TV in. It makes no sense to have <laughs> four courts. <laughs> is it the whole idea that you're trying to uh, salvage your revenue by showing every single possible NBA game. And then they're like, no, no, we'll just do these four courts and play four games all at once, <laughs> which is also antithetical to social awesome distancing. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Maybe he's thinking of like banger courts. What are some other <laughs> cities in Maine? I'm out. <laughs> I'm, that was that's it. my Portland. list. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, Portland. These are our four main. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I got it. At 113.10, etc. 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 I like this idea to uh, incentivize an NBA postseason tournament at 116.36. You could just have a prize or whatever, or just have them play. Yeah, just roll the ball out. They'll do it for the love of the game. <laughs> Matt, this is Bill's promotion for his new show from The Ringer called The Concierge, or TV Concierge, something like that. This is at 123.33. This show's about to happen. Here's what we've heard. Should you watch it? So not, I have seen this show, and here's my opinion. <laughs> This is, I have seen the promotional materials for this show, and my opinion, after two to three minutes worth of what the producers of the show think is the absolute pinnacle, here's now what I think you should do. <laughs> so stupid. Who's going to tune into that? If, listener, if you tune into that, I, I, I don't know what to say about you. <laughs> I can't decide if I want to watch Ozark. Well, 
I heard Bill Simmons has a podcast where he watches the trailer and then he tells you what he thinks of the show. Uh, Bill, in or out on Ozark? Eh, out. Oh, <laughs> surprise. At 123.58, this swallow. Buds. What are you watching? At 124.17, this laughter. But <laughs> Yeah. There's a closed mouth laugh. Those are also very uh, frightening, yes. slowed down. But. <laughs> At 132.56, this is not how cracks work. See, Which, it's one of his best shots, and it, you're right, lost in the cracks. I don't think you lose things in the cracks. Something can fall through the cracks. Something yeah, can be really lost in time, but I don't think it gets lost in the cracks. At 134.10, multiple Cs. Carve them up. At 138.45. He doesn't totally have his, his jump shot, but what he has is... Over and over again. And what I mean by the small ball thing is just like, what does he have? <laughs> over and over again. I kept waiting for him to say, what he has, comma, over and over again, he does this thing or he has no. this thing. What he has over and over again, nothing. Yep. At 139.16. They must have saw something in the scouting thing. Come on, man. They must have seen. They must have seen. <laughs> Here are my notes at 149.18. Benst. For Frankie Johnson. He gets bent for Frankie Johnson. Yeah, pretty accurate. <laughs> I think he means benched at yeah, 152.49, <laughs> this swallow. Feels like the finals. I felt watching it. At 202.58, it's a picnic of idiocy, starting with this sixth grade girl. You know, it's, well, remember it's Sadal the end. 3. Remember. remember. Then there's right. a discussion of cold cocked. Sadal 3 cold cocked him. A lot of C's in cold cocked there, <sighs> man. That was a huh. Now keep listening. They, okay, and so, you can find it. He open. They get into it. He open hand slaps him. A cold cock, per Google, <laughs> to knock someone out, typically with a blow to the head. Per Merriam-Webster, they actually have cold cock in Merriam-Webster, a real dictionary. To knock unconscious, <laughs> open handed slap. <laughs> yes. He doesn't know what a cold cock is. He smacked him across the face. At two o three thirty two, confirmation that it was definitely not a cold cock. It's a Sedale slap three. though. It's right. like an open hand, old and, school slap. It, what makes it an old school slap as opposed to, I guess, a new school slap? Definitely not a cold cock. If you just slap somebody in the face, you definitely are not cold cocking them. At 207, I'm not sure if this is what Bill means. I, I honestly enjoyed every shot he took except for two. I mean, he's got to mean a, approved of. There's two <laughs> shots where he was like, just wasn't fun to watch. I, all those other ones, hilarious. But those two, no, nah, just not a pleasure. The shots that were a pleasure, how was that expressed personally? Barkley was just doing whatever the defense took. There was a defense. Yes. They took something. Whatever they took, Barkley did. <laughs> so, like, for instance, if the defense took layups, then Barkley would shoot layups. If the defense took facilitating the offense with uh, assists, then that's what Barkley would do. Very cagey. I mean, that is a high basketball IQ to do whatever the defense took. Matt, if you were to combine the most famous Vincent Van Gogh or possibly Van Gogh painting with a particular subsection of the United States, I think you would end up here at 216.33. That's a starry state to be in. You're in a starry state. <laughs> the best part is when he starts to say state, it actually sounds like he's going to say starry again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear what that would sound like. That's a starry, starry state to be in. I feel is like it a Van, uh, the... what's his name, Van Morrison song? Starry, starry no, night? No, it's Cap Don McLean. Yeah, Starry, yeah. Starry Night. Yeah, it's a Don McLean. You got to play that. I like it. <laughs> Maybe this is a an unnecessary article at 2.2007. Next decade, they would have another tragic team with the, with the Nash's sons. Unnecessary article. Okay. Unnecessary article. We'll be back after this. Bill, in or out? 
I'm like, eh, computer nerd. Teeny little super guy, pops right up before your eye. He's no bigger than your thumb. Snap your fingers, here I come. Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. He definitely had a boner one time in class, and everybody saw it and made fun of him. They called him Boner Bill for like all of the ninth grade. But what was uh, in, in and the was office, an all male school? Nickname was Boner Champ. <laughs> <laughs> boner Jams '99. Man, in the second of two podcasts from just about a week ago, maybe a little bit more, Bill Simmons starts at zero seconds with this bad branding. Tonight's episode of the BS Podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast. We should know. We cover it as the Bill Simmons Podcast <laughs> Podcast. You never hear us saying BS Pod Pod. Although that like is our <laughs> Gmail address, <laughs> Instagram yeah, address, Twitter, Facebook. But we don't say it out loud. That's the right, point. Right, right, and right. And he says it out loud. 12 seconds in, I was mystified. And I think this is actually what the script for this uh, promotion reads. But I was still mystified. Helping businesses find the right people for their open roles. I couldn't believe ZipRecruiter was advertising that can help find open roles as opposed to <laughs> opportunities, positions, jobs, openings. And I thought, this has got to be Bill off the cuff trying to add a little bit of variety to his read. And then at 35 seconds, he says this. To your most urgent roles. ZipRecruiter is really asking its ad partners, whatever they call them, to call them roles. And also, yes. urgent roles? <laughs> that sounds like a bad most, uh, most diner situation. <laughs> we got a problem on table 12. We need some roles over there, stat. <laughs> Copy that. Urgent roles to 12. At 151, I have Just Happened of Seasons. 15-minute mini podcasts about different TV series that either just happened of seasons or... <laughs> the best part is you write your notes down and then we're like, I don't know. that. What does that mean? And then he just says it <laughs> verbatim. <laughs> yes. like, oh, okay, it just didn't fucking make any sense. At 4.37, just before Pearl Jam, more bad branding. The BS podcast is coming up right now. Pearl Jam, finally, at 4.41. <laughs> Oof. The worst part about failing to record the legitimate audio track and having to rely on the Zoom audio track is that we get an extra two to three minutes of useless preamble before yes. we get to Pearl Jam. <laughs> Where he tells you how he messed it up. <laughs> At 546, it sounds so cute and collectible, this stadium. You can't do like a little bubble tiny stadium. An axiom of how you do uh, English adjective <laughs> lineup. And he's doing size and then descriptor and then size. Little Bubble Tiny Stadium. It's like, you remember the old uh, weird cartoons, I think maybe on uh, PBS or something? Teeny Little Super Guy? Yes. The, but the tiny, when it, when it lands there, man, it's the bizarre. At 5.57, Matt, we don't tend to go after guests. If they do something egregious or perhaps like repeat the word obviously 11 times, we might make a point of it. Listen to Peter Schrager's throat at 5.57. Hey, look, I think the last touch with football was i can't believe they didn't just say 
hey, uh, hey, Schrager, why don't you just say that one more time at the beginning? I mean, it sounds like it's a bit. It was, it was like he was fucking Palpatine or something. <laughs> it was weird. And I thought, oh, like, oh, my God, are we going to have to listen to like 35 minutes of Peter Schrager? It sounded like he's burbling up from the swamps of Dagobah. Nope. He just had to clear his throat and didn't. And then they're just like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Two Star Wars references there. Pretty sure you inspired mine. I'm not trying to be too personal here. Uh, you're a man with one full set of hands, correct? Uh, yes. You have uh, how many hands on each of your sides? <laughs> one hand on each side. So that's one on the left and then one on the right. Am I, am I correct about that? That's correct, yeah. All right. Tell me if this makes sense here at 735. I'm sure he's got like at least one right-hand man at the NFL, maybe two. <laughs> Is that how right-hand men work? You can have more than one? Seated at the right hand of the Lord? Jesus. And also, Mike. <laughs> you don't get more than one right-hand man. Man, I've missed this since uh, the end of football season, but I'm glad to hear time zones again at 1534. Start with the first game at 4 o'clock ET. Just feels like things are back to normal. Yeah. Now, Matt, you remember those uh, four main awesome courts? Yeah, the main awesome ones. <laughs> at 1647, we get to hear about these. So and that's four would... fields, state-of-the-art? There's four fields state-of-the-art. <laughs> he loves him some state-of-the-art. All right, 1947. Try to parse this out. The NFL draft to me was what got me thinking about this. So what got Bill thinking about it, in his opinion, was the NFL draft. He's not sure if that's true or not, but as far as he's concerned. But to him it was. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the truth to him. Yes, yes. <laughs> At 2203, this Joe Bluth nominee. Um, that ultimately money is going to be the deciding factor for every decision they make for themselves. Say, Matt, when will uh, money be the deciding factor? Ultimately? Which ultimately? <laughs> oh, the ultimately. Bingo. At 2314, this should be a sponsor of the Bill Simmons podcast. I can finally see now that I have LASIK surgery. Yeah. It makes it sound like he currently has LASIK surgery. <laughs> yes. Not that I, not that he had LASIK surgery. I can what finally see now that I have had LASIK surgery. Yeah, is he, it now that I am in possession of LASIK surgery? Yes, he makes it seem like it's a thing that once you get it, you now possess it. At 2336, more time zones. We're taping this. It's uh, noon PT. <laughs> <laughs> At 2343, extra C's. They haven't come out and really said that. At 2359, somehow Peter Schrager has gone from the <laughs> Muppet-voiced monster at the beginning of the podcast to someone who sounds like he is very romantic. I do. It sounds like a Bachelor outtake. Matt, I know how football and football teams work, but not in depth, pretty superficially. I like yeah. to watch it. I like to talk about it. But I don't really know how they work. I'm pretty sure, however that they do not have one of these at 26-27. He didn't play, and he was buried in the backup chart. <laughs> the pause. Buried in the backup chart. The pause is absolutely where you know he says to himself, well, I said the word <laughs> buried, and then I said he's buried in the backup. And now I'm going to have to figure out how to finish this goddamn sentence. He should have said roll. Yeah, roll would have worked. <laughs> An urgent yeah, role, but the instead, chart is like, <laughs> so there's so what happens is you have the football team, and then you have all the players on the football team who start. Yes. Then there's all the backup players, and there's a chart of those players, and this guy is buried in that chart. At twenty eight twenty seven, there are definitely words missing. But there does seem a lot of stuff out there, like 
There does seem a lot of stuff. It's like the bad translation of Foreign X-Files. There does seem a battle. I can't even get through it. There does seem a lot of bad stuff out there. Founded by Scully and Male. Z-Files. Coming to you this fall from Bulgarian Nationalist Television. At 2834, however, we can hold stuff against him, but listen, not on. We'll do whatever the F we want. We'll leave your uncle's wife out of this when we do whatever the F we want. (laughs) Matt, your reaction at 3529. Point that I would make about Belichick, I would say about Howie Roseman, like, Howie Roseman has his team in the playoffs the last three years. He's got a Super Bowl ring and has kind of a pretty good resume. We're all bank on his scouting department. Wrong. Doesn't oh, have no. a good rep. No, he does not have a good. Uh, he's actually a bad drafter. He's like a salary cap whiz. He always seems to figure out a way to fit everybody he wants to fit under the cap, but not a good drafter, particularly bad at drafting wide receivers. At 37-32, Bill Simmons says this. Who's the clown show champion right now out of the 32 teams? I actually looked up clown show, of course. Uh, that's sort of the theme <laughs> of this week's podcast. And it does seem like it's something that exists in like popular uh, yeah, I feel like vocabulary. I've said but then to be the champion of all clown <laughs> right, shows. That's the part I never said. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Who's the clown show champion? Voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. Matt, as always, we want to thank the people that support us monetarily, not the people that support us emotionally, uh, because honestly, emotional support doesn't pay the bills the way Josh N., Jeff G., Scott B., Sean, and our friends at College Football Brothers Podcast support us with money. They do it through Patreon, patreon.com slash bspodpod. You can also support us as David P. and Scott B. do through Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash bspodpod. David, as we always say, you're giving us too much money. Also, I think Scott B. is possibly giving us money through Anchor and Patreon. Scott, it's not worth it. Thank you very much to our producers. I don't like Don McLean. <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't know. I just felt like he was uh, didn't have a lot of like soul... His two big uh, claims to fame are a song about a dead artist and then a song about three guys that died in play. <laughs> yeah. Just a morbid death monger, that's all. <laughs> At 3848, Bill says this. Notice how much better I sound? God, I'm an idiot. He then goes on, 11 seconds later, to say this. The ultimate game of one-upmanship. No one stays at the top for long. Does he sound much better? He does not. Not when he's botching one-upsmanship. At 39.30, unnecessary article. They also have a streaming app called Showtime Anywhere that I think is great because they have a ton of movies. So if you get this, the uh, Showtime.com enter code BS. No, this is not the way it works. (laughs) One of the ways you can subscribe to Showtime is by going to Showtime.com and entering code BS. But you don't have to. You can get Showtime however you feel like it. And regardless of how you get it, 
you can get this extra whatever the f*** he's talking about. I don't know. I didn't listen that far. <laughs> Matt, a crazy insight into Bill's personal fastidiousness at 40-47. There's no amount of gel I can put in it that can tame it. Now, Matt, you actually do put uh, gel in your hair. Not anymore. Oh, yeah, because you got the uh, quarantine buzz cut. Yeah. It looks good. You look faster. Also, just a little yeah. bit sling blady. <laughs> You mean, I, mean, I can't say that. <laughs> it's like that guy was retarded, Chris. <laughs> well, he was, uh, I'm talking about his hair only, Matt. <laughs> but his hair did look like a retard. Matt, have you ever played the uh, famously intellectual game, uh, board game, chess? Uh, I've heard of it. Uh, I think I've played it on occasion. <laughs> You've heard of chess? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also have. Uh, are you aware of how many uh, players play it at any single time? I think more than two would be really difficult. I think so, too. Bill, on the other hand, uh, has some other plans <laughs> at 43-34. Players, owners, networks, those three um, chess masters on this chessboard will be the ones determining what happens. If he had just managed to say <laughs> those three chess masters, he would have sounded like an idiot, and we would have made fun of him. But then to go on to say that they are three chess masters on the same chessboard. Yeah, well, that's the best How's part. that going to work? <laughs> Maybe it's like two of them are on one side and one of the chess masters is like looking over the other chess master's shoulder at the chessboard and is like, mm-mm, I wouldn't move that <laughs> king's rook to that but still square. Not, but they're still not on the chessboard. <laughs> like, no, that's true. Who plays chess on the board? <laughs> like, it seems like that would make it difficult to move the pieces around. What was the game that Chewbacca played against uh, Luke and then Ben Kenobi was like, let the Wookiee win? Uh, it's called... Um, uh, I want to say Sarlacc, but that's the beast in Jedi. Yeah. But it's, it's this, it has like a double years. A or something like that. Uh, the game is called Dejaric, but also known as Holochess. How many people play Holochess at once? Just two. And <laughs> you let the Wookiee win because they'll pull your arm off. 45 minutes in, you know what the most important thing that Rocky trained with in Rocky Four was? No. Here's the answer. You may, might need to go to a remote location, have some props to train. <laughs> it's props. Not equipment, not weights, it's props. <laughs> At 49.29, let's talk about what's official and what's not. As it's you mentioned, official. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like official but non-official. It's and, officially you know, unofficial, yeah. What he means is it's unofficially, unofficially official. If, yes. if something is officially unofficial, it just means it's unofficial. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> This is another mystery note at 5036. And they could just kind of squeeze you in because you're already there at the cap figure R versus. They could squeeze you in because you're already there at the cap figure R. <laughs> the cap figure R. <laughs> Attach <laughs> slot S into cap figure R. That's where you're squeezed in. Perfect. Maybe. Uh, I love it when his brain can't, can't catch up to his mouth. Or possibly the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> At 56-27, redundancy. And that would be your, your reward advantage for in the season. <laughs> Can you think of something where you would have an advantage that was not rewarding? Well, your advantage is we're going to have to uh, pile you with 50 pounds of uh, lead shot and put it in a backpack. That doesn't sound like it's going to make me better at things. At 58-50, this Joe Bluth nominee. Yeah, see, I don't. that's the part. I Nobody, for some reason, has written... The definitive reported story of how this works. As he's stammering, what he's trying to explain is, I don't understand something because no one has told me yet. Yes. <laughs> At 59.36, oh, we noticed, Bill. Notice the disdain I said with that with. Come on. <laughs> the disdain he said with that with. <laughs> At 59.45, my notes actually say, LOL, maniac. <laughs> <laughs> 
was a frightening laugh, even more frightening than normal for him. 10406, tongue way behind brain. And they end up winning the, winning the finals. Other than that, <laughs> I think if you listen to it closely enough, he does say win the finals. So maybe yeah. that's okay. Win the finals. At 104.53, time and one's legacy are fleeting. And the longer you stop playing, the more people forget. Not the longer it's been since you stopped playing. <laughs> Just the longer you stop. How long can you stop playing? <laughs> this actually, this is Sarlacc-esque. Because if yes. you stop playing over the course of a thousand years, people will definitely forget more than if you only stop playing over the course of a decade. I guess. <laughs> 105.11, subject, verb, agreement. How great the 86 Celtics was. <laughs> At 105.27, this Joe Bluth nominee. Well, so for me, I I did, I had a whole greatest teams chapter in my book. At 107.46. Can you win something besides a win? Against all the teams that won 50 wins or more. This is like whatever you would say. Oh, oh was, they picked uh, him at number 17th. 17th. <laughs> Isn't that how he did it? Yeah, it's yeah. the same kind of thing. At 109.04, this swallow basketball and birds taking at 10, our favorite new bill simmons trope pulled them in a time machine and they played the warriors it's like he doesn't understand how something that doesn't exist is supposed to work <laughs> he doesn't think you could you could just have them time travel it always has to be a time machine <laughs> right. and it always has to be a time machine that you get into and in this case in order to take the warriors back to play the bulls or the celtics or whoever it was you're going to have to force them in. By <laughs> yeah, you got to pull them. It's <laughs> basketball. Because this is an, a totally imaginary concept that uh, I think breaks all the uh, fundamental uh, physics laws of the universe. But in order to get these people to participate in this time travel basketball tournament, you're going to have to pull them into the time machine. How do you not understand time travel at this point in the pop culture uh, universe? If you came in from a time machine to advise them, you, came you just can't from say, one. like, That's a like time you were always in up. this time machine, but then you came in from it to tell yes. these people about something. <laughs> I just came in from that time machine, and boy, are my arms and also the laws of physics tired. I won 1101, this Joe Bluth nominee. It's like that. Or it's like the perfect play to run with yeah. those guys. Matt, have you ever heard of the uh, the country Argentina? I have. Have you ever heard what people who are from Argentina are called? Argentinian? I would also have accepted Argentine, but I think Argentinian <laughs> is the more important one. Listen to Bill at 116.42. Argentine. That sounds like like Argentinian. It makes it sound like a very small version of someone from Argentina. <laughs> at 117.15, this Joe Bluth nominee. It's, and, you know, it. It's not correct. At 120.34, again, more small people from Argentina. Older Argentinian hitman. I can't believe House and Jacko are not like, hey, jackass, our livelihoods do not depend on you. It's Argentinian. This House Jacko thing was so fucking stupid. It was like these three guys BSing. Yes, the BS pod. Yes. At 121.50, this laughter. <laughs> At 123.38, Bill says this. These different recesses and stuff. <laughs> recesses. At 126.49, Bill's talking about his kid and his kid's recent obsession with NFL players. He's been really uh, obsessed with trying to figure out who the best players ever were and how many people are on the list. Now, first of all, of course his kid is obsessed with figuring out lists of the best players because that's exactly what his dad, Bill Simmons, right. does. The thing that stuck out to me is his kid is also obsessed with how long the list is. Yes. <laughs> Isn't the list of best players exactly as long as every single player who has ever played in the NFL? Yes. Is his kid trying to figure out, well, maybe it should only be a 30-person list. Well, no, maybe it should be a 35-person list. Who cares? He's always trying to add croutons to his word salad. 
at 134.49. Part of this makes sense. The other part is terrifying in its ignorance. <laughs> I have always been a believer in UFOs and ghosts, as you guys know. UFOs. If somebody says they believe in UFOs to me, I don't think about them immediately. You're right. an idiot. I think, oh, you know, it's possible. I don't think UFOs are necessarily picking up rednecks and, you know, angrily probing them on a regular, but it could happen. I think there's probably a pretty statistically decent chance that there's intelligent life somewhere in the vastness of space. Yeah. Ghosts, on the other hand, no. That has no possibility uh, of being uh, based in any kind of science. That's just – Supernatural. The best, part, the best part is then his explanation for it is like, well, it's because my house is haunted. How do you know? Well, sometimes the floor creaks. <laughs> <laughs> At 136.09, I approve of the attempt to be profane, but the execution is lacking. Empty the fucking mother load. Let's see it. A mother load can be, according to Merriam-Webster, <laughs> the principal vein or load, L-O-D-E, of a region, <laughs> or a principal source of supply. So maybe if you empty the principal source of supply it's okay but that is not really what he means in context if he's looking for ways to deflect and distract this is the time for the jfk assassination like just empty them i guess in context <laughs> the jfk assassination is the fucking mother load or principal source or supply of deflecting data me what internet again i just heard me in the middle of it. <laughs> The beginning of that was f***ing kidding me. Matt, I look forward to slogging through three Bill Simmons <laughs> podcasts. Three that are really two. And also I would say next week, but they've already happened, so yes. <laughs> why lie to ourselves or our listener? Oh, we forgot. Thank you, executive producer Pierre. Yes. <laughs> Bonjour. Arrivederci, Matt. We. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about gelling my uh, mustache out to the side. And then oh, okay, yeah, it yeah. I've noticed that mine is is starting to get a little bit like that, where it's not. I probably couldn't couldn't quite twirl it, but it's definitely like I can pull on it. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's one thing uh, sixth grade health class taught me, Matt. <laughs> It's that uh, you shouldn't pull or twirl it. Uh, but that being said, do you ever sleep funny on your facial hair and then you wake up and yeah. it's all... Yeah, because yeah, I sleep on my stomach. So uh, I routinely wake up and it like, looks like I f***ing rolled around in a bramble bush. Yeah, it's all mushed one way or the yeah. other. What do you do to fix that? Just mustache gel? I usually get a shower pretty early, like when I first wake up, because otherwise I will have to like plop my daughter on the bed and have her be annoying while I'm getting a shower. Uh, and... I so I use like uh, it's like beard balm or some shit like that. Oh. Which somebody gave somebody gave it to me forever ago, and I've never had an occasion to use it because my beard was never long enough. But now it's like, oh, shit, and it works pretty good. I use beard balm as well. Yeah. It's a Viking brand, which makes me concerned that <laughs> are they marketing this to Aryans? But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I guess it seems fine. Eh.